0: Ladies and gentlemen, the captain has turned off the seatbelt sign and you are free to move around the cabin. I'd like to remind you, though, for your safety, please keep your seatbelt
1: fastened. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Tyler and Monique are siblings that both work for a major airline in Phoenix, Arizona. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel or things to do enjoy welcome to
2: the non-rev lounge we're excited today for our show but before we get started we just want to thank everyone for your support and everyone that's been listening we do we see we see you and we appreciate you thank you
3: yeah we are really grateful for everyone's support that uh, they've been showing us and reaching out to us on Instagram or Twitter or just writing us. We um, we got an email last week saying, hey, I I really liked your show. So we, we appreciate those.
2: Really excited to have one of our coworkers on with us today. She works on the ramp with Tyler. So we're excited to, at least I've never met her before, so I'm excited to get to know Megan, a little more today.
3: To be honest, because I'm antisocial, I don't think I've ever really actually (laughs) talked to Megan. We have worked together in the last couple of years, but.
2: Like, I know who
0: you are. Yeah. But I don't think we've said two or three words to each other more than hi. I hope you have a great day or whatever.
3: Yeah. And I'm usually out on the ramp taking pictures where you may be socializing with people in the break rooms and stuff.
0: I'm constantly in and out of all the break
3: rooms. Yeah. So I gotta go say hi to
0: everybody. It's like a a social time for me because, like, I'm never at work. Yeah. So that's when I say hi to all my friends.
3: I know that you followed my pictures, Instagram, I believe. Oh, I love them. And so I thank you. I love so much. And so, and I enjoyed doing that. And then we started this podcast, you started following that. And, and when your, your picture on your profile is the Hill of Crosses. And I said, oh, we've been there because we just talked about it mm-hmm. with uh, my wife. And so I was like, we need to have you on and have you kind of. Tell us what your experience was, and and just your other travel because you have a lot of other travel pictures and stuff. Because I know you get a user benefits, so
0: I definitely do that. I haven't gotten to use them much in the last year. My last trip, big international trip, was Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Okay, which kind of sucks because traveling's like breathing for me. It's just natural. <laughs> I just do it, you know. But our coworkers don't even do that. There's some people that have worked for the company for 25 years and don't don't even...
3: Isn't what, that weird?
2: Like, Yeah.
3: There's other jobs we could get that pay the same or even more. You're just like, go do those. Like, I don't know, but My- that's I mean, fine. They don't want to travel, but
2: More space for us on the planes, I guess.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I worked at Delta, actually, previously. I started at Delta in 20, 2012 or 2013 in Phoenix on the ramp. Okay. I was a ready reserve. I don't know if you know too much about Delta, but Delta has a part-time non-benefited, you just get flight benefits. Huh? But you get, like, your hours are maxed out for the year. You can only have 1,800 hours for the year. Or thir- I can't remember what, 18 or 13. And so that's very part-time very, you have to, you know, you can't work too much. Cause if you work too much, they basically say until your hours reset, you're done. You still have your flight benefits. But so I did that for about a year and a half on the ramp in Phoenix. And I just fell in love. I love the ramp. I love everything about it. I love airplanes. I love the smell of jet fuel. (laughs) And then I just, you can't sustain life like that, you know, like part-time, no health benefits. And so I started applying and I got a stores position, which I've always worked in parts warehouses my whole life. And I got the stores position in Kansas City, because they were opening a maintenance base at the time. And that was an experience because I had to go to Atlanta and do a bunch of training. And then I had to go to Minneapolis in the middle of January for a bunch of training. And it was not fun because I was born and raised here. So being in the cold weather, like I hate being cold
2: under 60. What was like too cold?
0: Uh, Anything under like 70 to me is too cold. (laughs) So like, even in the wintertime, here it's freezing to me you know so being there it was like 20 degrees and like, oh god help me but it was cool because i learned a lot about dangerous goods on aircraft and you know all that other stuff because i had to set up the shipments for that stuff oh, so wow. I learned a lot that way but uh so i was in kansas city for about a year and a half and then my mom called me and we got the news that my grandma was diagnosed with alzheimer's and i just kind of made the choice like so i went online and u.s air was hiring and so was the southwest for a material specialist list in stores the rest is history since april of 2015. Oh, nice it's nicer actually being in the hub atmosphere, which I don't know if you consider Phoenix a hub anymore, technically. Yeah, I think
3: we're still a hub, a small hub, but yeah.
0: We're small, but I like it better because I'm very good at manipulating my schedule. So that's what I like. I like the flexibility of working when you kind of feel like it.
3: That's definitely one of the perks of our job is the flexibility where you can work a ton or you can work little. When I'm in school, I can work five hours or none. I, I could drop everything enough to cover those insurance union dues or whatever, but Or else I can work 80 hours a week. I mean, I could just load up.
0: Absolutely. And that's what most people don't realize. I think for us... Yes, for me, I I live my flight benefits like that's my life. But honestly, it's the flexibility and the scheduling. Oh, I feel like drop next week and go into Maui. You know, like you yeah. can you can do that. You just but people don't can't understand that concept. So,
2: so quick. Did you go to Kansas City for that job? Like you were like, I will move.
0: Wow. To be able to get full time.
2: Did you know people out there?
0: Well, luckily my stepsister lives out there. Okay. So I got to stay with her, and you know it was okay, but. I don't like the Midwest. I don't like being
2: cold. <laughs> Are they too friendly out there?
0: Um, well, you have to understand my mom's whole side of the family, like my both sides of the grandparents, one's from New York. Grandma w- grew up in the Bronx. So okay. like they're, they're like New Yorkers and my grandfather, Papa, I talk about, I call him Bob, but he actually grew up in Massachusetts. So like I have like the East coast attitude, like very sarcastic, very caustic personalities in my family, so it was kind of like very uncomfortable being in the Midwest, because they're <laughs> just like, oh. Smile and nod, and I'm like, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to that at all.
3: That's funny. We were going to each ask a couple questions. So my, my first question, you kind of answered, but then we'll have it, we'll answer it a little bit too. So my first question was, because a few weeks ago, you put on Instagram and you, you were sitting out on a tug outside and you said, I love my job. And you just kind of explained a little bit, some of the stuff you love. You Is there anything else I mean you said you love being outside working? They, and
0: They basically pay you to work out all day. Like our job is basically CrossFit. All day long, you know what I mean? Like you can't. I don't know. It's hard. I'll tell you a funny story. When I interviewed for my my ramp position at Delta, I sat down and facing each other, and he asked me one question. And after I answered him, he's like, "We're getting your fingerprints." My my interview <laughs> lasted two minutes. Like Jeez. so, the question was, "Why do you want to work for Delta?" And my answer was, "How can you consider it a job or work when you're a part of something that's your truest passion? Traveling's my truest passion. It's yeah. it's like breathing to me." It's it's second nature. I have to do it. It's not it's not a desire. It's not I have to do it to sustain me as an individual. I've been that way since I was little. Like I've never said no to a trip that's why i've been i'm only 34 but i've been to 48 of the 50 states so it's you know what i mean like it's just a different type of lifestyle and that's why being a part of it and being watching the bags go and looking at all the different destinations it's just exhilarating to me like i love it we're a different breed of of people yeah we have some very interesting coworkers. that's for sure we do but Mm -hmm. you know like it's just the best job you could ever have
3: that's why I always thought it was funny. Maybe I said this podcast for back when we used to have the ride the bus from the employee a lot. And you would just kind of listen to the people talk. And you would think that we were like the most rich people in the world from the places that people have been. And we were making like $9 an hour back then or $10. And just But people, they fly around the world. like we, we get to go everywhere. And people have these stories of, oh, yeah, I was back here just recently. I just.
0: Well, like everybody's like, how can you travel so much? I'm like, girl, I'm cheap. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> real cheap. The only thing that I will splurge on is nice hotels i can't That's i can't nice. stay in a hotel, hostel i can't i'm too bougie i need coffee in the morning <laughs> i want to be able to like get a mocha or a nice latte in the morning i can't i can't do i have to walk to go get it a-
3: but when you're not paying for flights Unless you're going international a little bit immediately. I think
0: I average roughly about $500 a trip okay, that okay. I spend on hotels. I'm very, because I'm very cheap when I'm finding these nice hotels. Yeah. But I'm, I can't do it. I can't. People love, some people love hostels. Yeah. That's, but I, I can't do it.
3: <laughs> but you have a good saver money doing other things so you can go on more trips. So that's, yeah. That's, I guess some people want to just go one big trip and spend everything and or else you could have a ton of smaller, more.
0: Well, I have a four-day rule when I travel. I usually don't go anywhere longer than four days, oh. which is very, very interesting because uh, 2019, July, I took my mom, my stepdad, and his sister to their bucket list trip, which was Scotland. And I, have you been to Scotland? I haven't. I have an Phenomenal. It's like one of my favorite places to go. So I took them and luckily I was driving because my dad probably would killed a bunch of people but, you know they were complaining because i had cut it down from a 10 day trip to seven i was like this is pushing it for me i can't i can't do more, longer than this and they're like but we need more time i was like okay i showed him i we did a road trip rented a car and all the way around like if you go to the perimeter of scotland it's a 16 hour drive okay. to do the entire country so I broke it up into days and, you know, stayed at different places and very strategic. But they were like complaining because it was only seven days. I was like, by day five, you're going to be very tired. We got <laughs> day five comes around and we're like, are we done yet? Like, <laughs> this is a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I told you like, it's not.
2: I'm like, and we have two more days. So zip it.
0: <laughs> well, they got to, we got to Enbro and they were like, Done. Like, we're just staying in the hotel. I was like, cool, I'm going to go grab a beer by the castle. Bye.
2: It was great.
0: I had my own, you know, my own me time because maneuvering three old
2: people was a difficult thing.
3: (laughs) So, when he, what what do you love about your job? Um, you always tell me things you don't love about it. So we'll.
2: honestly, right now, I think I enjoy my coworkers the most. yeah, like I look forward to going to work to see coworkers. It's not like, oh, I love to make people's dreams come true on their flights no, that's <laughs> <like, it's> not <laughs> It's like, oh, who's at work? like it, that's the first thing I do. I pull in and I text everyone. I go, "Who's here? Where are you? Because <laughs> I just want to see coworkers. It's exciting,
0: though. Like I haven't been to work in a while, and I'm like, it's like a it's like a surprise. <laughs> Get to see. <laughs> so that's and you right now it's
3: planes. i love watching planes though yeah just being out and around planes and
0: where's your favorite spot to get
3: pictures uh it depends because when the light changes and when my favorite time would be when it rains and so the, the ground is wet or at the sunset so whatever i can get a good sunset and
2: mm-hmm. so it's like two days a year in phoenix yeah so i Monsoon take as season. many
3: as i can and last year our monsoons were kind of crappy they just, just didn't hit at they all. They didn't
2: even exist. Yeah, it was crazy. They well, were like, I wasn't working." COVID no, so like upstairs we're just fine with that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, we are two for like one had to work the expedite, but right, yes. you
2: upstairs and expedite are the only ones I don't like monsoons. Okay, what's an unpopular opinion you have you have about work or travel in general?
0: Unpopular opinion, I guess. To me, travel isn't glamorous. Like I get a lot of people that think that our job is like super exciting all the time. And most of it's like hurry up and wait. And I'm pretty sure like traveling's like that too. You got layovers and, you know, but as stressful and as frustrating as it can be, it's rewarding. So I don't know. I guess that's, that's my unpopular opinion. I don't do it because of, you know, oh my God, I get to go and it's glamorous and look at me, look at me. I just like learning about different things.
3: That's what I think mine. I think a lot of people think, and there's definitely times we have downtime at work. But our our job is so easy. And sometimes it's not easy. Like, you're loading 200 bags to Hawaii, and they're all heavy, and you're kind of on a time... Like, there's work. Mm -hmm. And so, there's people that think, oh, we have to... And it's hot outside in Mm -hmm. Phoenix. So, I think that's kind of one of the the, the thoughts. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but it's just a thought that is maybe... Misconception.
2: Yeah. We'll say, along with that, like people think it's glamorous. There was a girl that was, so I'm working a flight mm-hmm. and we're missing one girl and she was in like 27D. Anyway, but in the guy next to her didn't want to buy an aisle seat because he was too cheap. So I really wanted this girl to show up and we were like at minus 10 like closing time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was like, this girl needs to come. So we kept paging her. Anyway, she comes running around the corner and she's holding these like four inch hills in her hands. And I was like, what in the world? But she had taken off her hills to run like clear across the airport to make it in time so i was so glad we got her but also i was like girl what are you doing traveling in four inch hills it's not glamorous (laughs) like i mean also we see the other spectrum where people are now traveling in their pajamas and like slippers and so we see that as well but i was like girl don't wear four inch hills like flying it's just a bad idea all around
3: when you get to your place then you can get yeah then dress up when you go out at night
2: (laughs) like this is the airport i try
0: to dress for the easiest getting
2: through security yeah on shoes like
3: (laughs) no metal in your belts or like any yeah yeah, so well
2: so I try to look semi nice, so I had this one shirt that had these kind of like beaded things on the front. I thought it looked nice, but it freaked them out at security. Like even going through the body scanner, they were like, "We need to pat you down." And I was like, "Come on, anyway." But so I was like, "Never again." That shirt does not go through security ever again. <laughs>
3: All right. So next question. Now that we're kind of getting towards the end of COVID, what are we going to miss when COVID times are done? Is there anything? I I'll go first.
2: Okay, I've got one too.
3: I'm going to miss, even though I love the. Our airline is now making money again because we're filling flights up. It was nice to not have to look at flights because you could just hop on a flight and go. There was a few times when they were so limited, but for the most part, I could just go get on flights in the wide open first class every time. So that and then when we go places, even though things weren't open, no one was there. Like there was no tourist. And so that was kind of a nice thing that I'm going to miss a little bit.
2: Yeah, I'm going to miss the fact that right now we have to wait for cleaners to get off to start boarding because I thought that should have always been the policy before. Instead of
0: rushing down. Yeah,
2: like before we would literally literally like send passengers on as they're still trying to go up and down the aisles and like clean the aircraft. And it just was like a headache. I was always like, it looks trashy that we should never be doing that. So that I will miss that one. And then I also really enjoyed the downtime at work. I missed sitting for four hours. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) That drives me nuts. Could, it,
0: I don't like having like back to back to back to back flights. Yeah. Because that gets tiring, especially
2: during the summertime. But
0: I think I'll, I'll agree with, to some extent, the. I mean, we're getting
2: paid the same. Yeah. So it does. <laughs> if, I going, if I could sit for four hours and play cards. Well,
3: that's where, for me, I can go take pictures. And yeah, you will work one flight or two flights in an eight hour period. So that was nice for me because I was like, why? But the problem is there was no planes coming in because I couldn't take pictures of anything because there was nothing to take pictures of. But. Mm. What about, is there anything for you, Megan, that you're going to miss? Any, I know it's kind of a weird question because everyone wants to go away, and I, we, we do too, but your voluntary leave off where you can just get... <laughs> yeah,
0: I really, I've tried, I think the second time after my volus st- ended in October, they asked for another one in July, so I asked for another one. And I was like, cool, because my kind of my game plan is to go to pilot school. Oh, cool. And uh, they didn't give it to me. And oh. so I was like super mad, and then they offered it again. And I was like, try again, and they didn't give it to me again. So I'm like, kind of... <laughs> (laughs) Salty about it.
3: You got some time off paid or partially a little paid. Well,
0: it was mostly I just, I actually live with my 84 year old grandfather. My grandma passed away in 2017. So I moved in with him and we have gone so many places. I took him on his bucket list trip to Ireland. And so he's benefited because he goes back every summer to Massachusetts. So I fly him out and then, you know, fly him home for after a couple of months. But I miss spending, having so much downtime to spend with him. I do like having a job and I'm grateful to have a job. So...
2: Right, so, do you travel in groups? Like, do you have a group you travel with?
0: Uh, I don't to do a big group. It's just me and my buddy Matt. He actually works with us. And because, like I said, when we were talking earlier, I travel very differently than most people. I don't have itineraries. I use Atlas Obscura. I don't know if you've heard of it. No, what is that? It is a an atlas, but it's like unique and obscure places to go all throughout the world, like everywhere. I made lists for every country <laughs> in the world, every state. In the country and it comes up with some of the coolest stuff like in Iceland because I went to Iceland in 2017 in December. That was not that was very cold. (laughs) But uh, it was great because there was no tourists. There was like nobody. There is a US Navy plane that crash landed on the Black Sand Beach in Iceland in 1963. It's still there, so wow. you can go and get pictures of it, and hmm. so I did. And then let's see what else did I find on Atlas? The Hill of Cross is on, is on Atlas in Lithuania, and then.
3: So is it just a, a website? Do yeah, you, do you there, pay for it or a is book it free? You can buy. Oh, it's a book.
0: Yeah, it, it's at Barnes and Noble and stuff. Um, okay, cool. I'm actually like a member, but it's online too. And so you just, they have a really cool option. I really wish they would have an app because it would make my life a lot easier. But there's an option where you can say what's near me and I'll usual location and show you a list of like cool and unusual things. Like here down in Casa Grande, I don't know if you've heard of them, the domes, Casa Grande domes, Mm-mm. that's on there. There's some other stuff. It's just very unique abandoned places sometimes. Like when I was in Czech, we went to an underground abandoned Soviet air base. Oh, and that was like super cool because we had just gone to, never pronounced the name of it. It's the really famous lakes In Croatia, can never pronounce it. I'm terrible with it. We don't know. If I showed you a picture of it, you would understand. Okay. But we were driving back. We were going to Zagreb from there, and I just checked Atlas real quick, and they were like, "Oh, this is here." I'm like, "Well, why is that? It wasn't on my list." For Croatia, I would definitely want to go see that. And because it was listed in Bosnia, it's on the border of Bosnia and Croatia. Oh, okay. And we're driving up and we park and there's an old DC three plane that you can get pictures of. And I have a bunch of pictures on my Instagram from it. But as we're walking down, cause you have to like walk about a mile, I would say from where we parked and all around the road. There's signs. And I finally did the trans- Google Translate thing. And it was like, don't step off the pavement. There's live landmines. And I like, Oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I'm like, glad and then, I did that Google Translate. Oh, yeah. That, well, that uh, Google is like life when you're traveling. But as we're walking down, the police stop us. And they're like, paperwork. And so we give them our passports. And they're like, oh, no, you're good. Just don't go too far because you will get shot in Bosnia. <laughs> I was like, oh. Well, that's interesting, you know. <laughs> so we just kept walking, and it's really cool, Tyler. If you can, if you can go to Croatia and go to this place, it's amazing because the runways are still there. The hangars actually are in the side of a mountain. Okay. Oh, wow! So, and we didn't get to go in too far um, because, like, at a certain point, it's so dark that it's like blinding because you have the light behind you and the dark in front of you, and you just can't see. So next time I go, I'm definitely bringing like a headlamp or something. But it's so awesome. So awesome! So wow. it's, it's stuff like that—just unique things that you would never really think to do. It's just not touristy. I don't like touristy stuff, and it's really cool too because like other people from Atlas, like found it on Atlas, and they came to see it. And so we were chatting with them about it. You know, it's just really neat stuff.
2: Well, yeah, that is cool that you get to see stuff that is these places that you may not even know about. You definitely wouldn't know, yeah, unless you were on this
0: mm-hmm. this yeah. book
2: or this website or, yeah, yeah. You can go That's to, like cool. I said,
0: you can go to the website and you can create an account. You can make lists and look at it. You can add stuff. That's the other cool part. Like if you know of something really cool locally or whatever, you can add an entry into Atlas and like get the history. And it's it's super neat because there's so many different little things that most people wouldn't think to even go to. Like I like like shipwrecks and like plane Plane crash yeah. stuff, like just because it's interesting, you know, you don't know the history
2: of it. Yeah, that is cool.
3: So, do you have a, a destination? You just told us one that I wanted to go to now. Do you have another one that you can go into? A trip you went on that was what us and our listeners may really want to go check out?
0: I love Europe in general. Like, I've gone to 90% of Europe, I haven't done like the eastern part. So, like Ukraine and down Albania and Greece and stuff. But, like,
3: do you have a favorite place there? <gasps> in europe yeah do you try to go somewhere new every time so you can keep or well, do you have a place that you go to over and over just you?
0: so i'm weird i promise you i'm weird when i travel and it drives my friends nuts because they want to go to like oh let's go here let's go there and i'm very strategic when i travel so i've been to everywhere in north america yeah i'm very i have to go to every country before i go to the next continent so i had knocked out north america and then i started on europe and so when I'm finished with Europe, I'll probably go to Africa and then, you know, so on and so forth, just because I'm, if I don't have some type of strategic way of doing it, I won't go to the places that I really want to go. So I've knocked off a, a bunch of stuff. Now I, I just want to go everywhere. It's just easier, but.
3: Know, so when someone hard. says, hey, let's go to Tokyo, you'll say, no, I need to go to yeah, Europe no, first. I, refi-
0: I refuse, I refuse it. And it drives people nuts. <laughs> they're just like,
2: But there's 30 open seats in like business. Yeah, no, I won't go. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like we have a a three and a half day trip planned, so it'd be perfect for you.
0: (laughs) Won't do it. You can. I'm serious. You can talk to my buddy Matt. He gets so mad at me. He's like going to Vietnam. Like, okay, bye. Have fun. I'm just like you're not going. I'm like no.
2: You're like make good atlas.
0: Entries for me when I go. Yeah, you check it out. Let me know when I go. So, eventually.
3: where's your next want to go? What, what, uh, what's your on your next? Oh, right.
0: Belarus and um Ukraine. Okay. So, because you got to knock those ones off. Yeah, I'm going down now. Cause I've so,
3: do you areas. try to fly our airline as much as possible, and then do zephyrs, or do you fly other airlines a lot? Or how do you get over there, and how do you?
0: It doesn't. You know, just kind of whatever makes sense at the time. Okay. like What's what's open? I I don't have a problem <sighs> zetting actually. I'm pretty good at navigating like non-ribbing because most people think over complicated. It's actually a lot simpler than you think, I guess. But like when we flew to Helsinki, we took Finnair out of LAX. Okay. And just did your directs from there and then jumped to Talon. And then we did Talon to Helsinki on the way back because we, we wanted to come back and we'd have the T status out of London. The through, yeah. There's first class seats open. So we we're
3: like, so London. you don't chase those seats to get to your, So that's what we would do. We will we'll go try to find the best seats to Europe and then go from there. But you took, I would love to fly thinner. So that would be cool for me. Oh, but that, they that's were all...
0: fantastic too. Because it was around Christmas time. We went for the markets okay. when we went to Tallinn. And we, we bought them some, you know, Christmas chocolate or whatever. And we're just like, thank you for flying right now, you know. And they were like, we can't put you in first class, but here's some champagne. You know, like they were <laughs> oh, super nice. sweet. Yeah, no, they were great. But the whole, I think there was like 50 people on a 787. Oh, wow. Jeez. So we all got our own rows. We basically had the run of the back. There was nobody back there with us. And stretch out, yeah. Um, So, uh,
2: did you run around? Kind of. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: We were stoked because Ralph from work, yeah, he came with us and that was so much fun. He was a blast. He was just like, oh my God, I love how you travel. Because like like I said, we just kind of go on Atlas and pick our top things that we have to must see in wherever we're going. And usually I do three or four countries at a time. I don't like sitting around too much. And because you never know, like I hated Rome. For the record, oh really? Yeah, like I'm very bizarre. I don't like Rome and I don't like London, but everybody. But Rome
3: has a lot of history, and I thought you were a history.
0: I am, and that's why it's so unique to me. I don't know if I died there in a previous life or something. (laughs) I just was it just too many people. I don't know the vibe. I go with a lot of like the vibe
2: of places, and I
0: just don't like the vibe of Rome, and I don't like the vibe. Plus, I was stuck in Rome for three days, so it's got
2: (laughs) (laughs) there was some bad juju there. Then
0: oh, bad bad juju. It was the summer that United and Continental had merged. Okay, so. their their systems kept crashing
2: and so they were
0: shoving people on all the other airlines and frog fate actually i was on his benefits for years before i even started working at wait can we tell
2: there's someone named frog his name is frog fate that's his legal name okay cool he used to work with us okay
0: he works at united now in frisco so i was working with him and i was on a buddy pass so i wasn't even on his like as an rc or whatever and it was a nightmare we were flying back because our mutual friend got married in verona at juliet house like from Romeo and Juliet in the balcony you know yeah and so we were flying back and we were stuck there for Three days. And it was so stressful because like we couldn't call anybody because that was before, like, you know, back in 2010 or something. So it was before like all sorts of being able to get phone service and whatever where you wherever you go. And I just remember that was the worst time I ever had non-reving. And I was no. like sitting in a corner in the Rome airport crying because it was so stressed out. And Frog was like hugging me and he was crying.
1: <laughs> and it was just like
0: it, we were so stressed out. And the craziest part, this is such a cool story. We actually met met a guy on our second day. We were once again getting rolled over to the next flight and it wasn't until the morning and blah, blah, blah. This older gentleman had missed his connecting flight. He was coming from Cyprus, connecting to Philadelphia. And his final destination was Phoenix. He lived in Tempe. And he was a archaeologist. He was a military veteran. And he went to school after he got out of the military and became an archaeologist. So he was coming back from a dig in Cyprus. We met him in Rome. And he was like, oh, I live like a mile from you. And we're like, wow, like, it's a small world. Yeah. yeah. And so he was so nice because we were out of money by that time, like, Spending so much money on everything. He was like, I'll get a couple of hotel rooms tonight. Just pay it forward for the next stranded traveler you see. Oh, wow.
1: And John,
0: and I still talk to him every once in a while. Like, and there was another girl that was with us. So we did boys and girls. The boys go in one room, the girls go in another. And Amy, she was from Outer Banks, North Carolina. She was flying on her aunt's benefit. And I get Christmas cards from her every year. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool.
3: And you still wanted to get a job with flight benefits after having that bed? Yeah, because
0: I learned better. I'm not, I, I don't. It was <laughs> but you enough. didn't have
3: any options. Buddy passes, there's that airline. That's it, right? Because you said you couldn't Zedfair.
0: No, I couldn't. But I also there's a few rule of thumbs when you're non revving right like yeah. always take the first flight out I that's don't a care. good one yeah I yeah. don't care who you are I don't care what you do you can sit there and tell me all day long oh you can there's so many seats open you never know what's gonna happen you always take the first flight out my rule of thumb hasn't failed me yet frog was more oh we'll take this one mid-afternoon and if it goes down you're down like there's no <laughs> other option so I'm very strategic in the way I do certain things when I'm non revving
3: well, that's it makes sense why you have the best bad- thoughts towards Rome, though, after being stuck there.
0: It's a terrible airport. It is not like traveler friendly. They, hopefully they've redone it in the last 10 years, but I just, I won't go back. I won't fly out in or out of rome i'll fly in and out of like
3: <laughs> wide open
0: venice wasn't bad that's a great little airport if you haven't been there that's fun that's why i have not no but italy is phenomenal like like i said i loved uh venice verona anything in the north florence is phenomenal but rome hate it won't go back
3: <laughs> i had a bad experience in puerto rico a couple of years back before a cruise mm-hmm. where i got just eaten by mosquitoes and just it, it was nice but just wasn't my favorite so now whenever i think it was go places I'm always like, eh. even in, i was like even it. i I see people people pictures there that are beautiful nice beaches and stuff that I'm like oh I had a bad experience not with I was not in but not that wasn't the reason but still yeah. had those like bad experience and
2: oh yeah i can imagine because i remember i think seeing pictures or whatever your back was just like almost covered in mosquito bites and i can't imagine like
3: yeah we were doing sitting this sitting in a
2: plane or like yes yeah, we were doing this just-
3: kayak up the river and there's the Bioluminescent bay where at oh, night yeah, yeah, yeah. it lights up it was really cool and they sprayed me with mosquito and I, they were biting through my shirt and katie in the same boat didn't get bit at all and so i'm just like almost tipping the boat over just like trying to itch my back <laughs> and once i took the, the life jacket and my shirt off i was just covered a mosquito bite. It was awful. I was like, okay, I don't need to go back to See, Puerto Rico again.
0: I, like That's why I'm not a huge fan of like tropical destinations. <laughs> I went to Jamaica one time because I have a friend that owns a boutique resort down there. And so they, they gave us a room right on the beach. It was phenomenal. It was free. But I was like, there's only so much eating and drinking you can do and like napping on the beach and i'm like numero uno i love naps so i can only do it for so many days and i don't like humidity i'm an arizona girl so anything i don't know tropical <laughs> stuff is just not my gig oh, are going i think i could live there <laughs>
3: that <sounds
0: great. laughs> well that's why it's funny because everybody's like oh you're going to hawaii and i'm like oh, yeah i'm going to hawaii like i'm not really looking forward to it
3: that's what i was going to ask where Since we can't go to Europe, really, I mean, I don't know if those places that you said are open because there are a few.
0: Iceland is opening and Greece is opening. Yeah, Greece. I don't know about Belarus, but there's like been some civil unrest there. So So I'm kind of
3: like, uh, maybe not. So what traveling have you been doing in the last year then with those places being closed? It's
0: just been a bunch of domestic stuff. Like I haven't really even flown that much. I went to Idaho a couple of times, which I have family that lives up there. Okay. So it's, I haven't really been traveling. And that's why I'm like dying. That's yeah. why I'm like dragging my feet. Yes, I'll go to Hawaii. But like,
3: <laughs> that's you <what laughs> have
2: to.
0: All <laughs> of our I stuff has to.
3: been, yeah, small. We go to Utah a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I go to LA, take pictures. And then we've done San Francisco, New York. But just like, you can't really go explore the even the places. So, so I was wondering what, what you've been able to So
0: I've been back and forth to Massachusetts a couple of times because yeah. of family there. But like I said, I've been to 48 of the 50 states. So it's kind of hard for me to... Indiana and Hawaii are the only two that I haven't been to, and I'm not.
3: It's an interesting one right in the middle, Indiana. What
2: I was going to say too, those are tall, I probably some of his most traveled to as well. Yeah. It's Indiana. Because I lived in
3: Indiana. Ah, so before fast. you go, let me know and I'll show you some things.
2: Yeah. I'm sure you I agree. don't.
0: What's in Indiana? Yeah,
3: like it's go get sushi if you like fish I
2: I think he's got a good
0: place eat, to eat I'm there sea, and that's another thing i'm not a foodie so like people travel and they're just like food and culture and i'm like i don't care i just want to see buildings like you know <laughs> i like architecture and the historical
2: yeah values. it's, it's like, not
3: a lot there the downtown's kind of cool but
2: the little city centers like with the circles the circle cool yeah, yeah because
3: everything kind of comes to a huge monument which is like a roundabout a huge roundabout oh, in downtown, cool. and so that's cool and and they have the the, the Indy 500. Mm. So that's there. So you can do a tour of that if you're interested. But it's not somewhere I'd be like, if you go see Indiana, <laughs> I'd be like, go eat food in Indiana. That's something you could do. But so what's something that what makes you miss travel? Like, do you have something that makes you miss? I, so yesterday I was driving down the freeway and I haven't flown in. I looked, it was about a month, which I know some people were like, I haven't been in a year. So I could get it. But I a, a plane was taken off. But I was, heading out around the back of the valley. And I just seen the plane. I just missed being on an airplane. I know it's only been a month, but is there stuff that you have that at work or, or you something that just kind of triggers the.
0: See, you're, you're going to think I'm even crazier. I'm very weird. I'm telling that. I don't like flying. I get motion sick. So I have to take like Dramamine and yeah. stuff before I get on a plane. And But it's the chaotic nature of traveling that I, that I am addicted to. It's just like, anything can happen, you know, maintenance, delayed flights that, you know, you have to, it's just, it's like this mind game of having to move non-rev and like, Oh, well, you know, I can't get to Phoenix. Like when I was coming back from Scotland, my dad and I were flying nonrev, and then I gave my, my aunt and my mom, our positive space okay. that we had yeah. and they were coming directly to Phoenix and we're in JFK and we're like, Oh crap, we're not getting on this flight." So I had to figure out how I was getting my dad and I back home and I, did, we couldn't even get into like Tucson or anything. So we flew to Vegas and then my, my friends drove to Vegas and pick us, picked us up. Oh went, dang, that's yeah. a good friend. Well, that's, that's what you do. You know, you're like, so it's, it's just like a, I love the chaos that, traveling can create but it's like a uh, organized chaos and that's why I,
2: that's why i thrive so well in it like or is it just like even just like walking in the airport and seeing everyone kind of rushing around is that you like see that like, and- oh like that's a big thing
0: yeah like this is gonna sound weird but i miss croissants like croissants in europe are so different and so like any bread that i eat i'm like
3: yeah, see, that's I what I was looking at. Home. Little things like I just that, need
0: to, that. I just need to go back to Europe. I feel at home there. Like <laughs> I love America. Like I yeah. know where I live. Actually, I'm an Arizona girl. Like I will live here for the rest of my life. But like, I love how there's so much packed in such a small space. Yeah, you know, in Europe,
2: that's why I like it so much.
3: What about you? When do you have one that when you something just kind of triggers? Uh,
2: a lot of times, songs will put me in different places, like that I heard on different trips. So, like, I actually have a whole playlist that's just Hawaii, like, from different trips I've been on. So, if I hear, like, a different song come on, come on I'm like, oh, I should be laying on the beach. Like, that's what this song is for.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. That would just, like, triggers you back into a memory and you're like, I need to be there. Yeah, I want to be. Smells, tastes, sounds like.
2: Like, we're going to flight, let's say, like, to Philly or whatever, but then they've got a connection somewhere else and I'll print out their bag tag and I'm like, oh, you're going to, like, Fort Myers. I'm like, oh, I want to go to Fort Myers. There's just things yeah, like, just that that like that that trigger like- it, too, yeah. So yeah, so we, we like to leave our listeners with a tip that we've kind of maybe talked about during the show or something we've learned on our travels. Are there, so you kind of already shared one, you said, take the first flight of the day. Are there any other tips you can uh, think of?
0: There's a, also another one and, and maybe I'm crazy, but through traveling, I found out as long as you're up and about before eight, o- eight o'clock, because it's the 10 o'clock rule, you won't have any issues with tourists. It's the craziest thing because you can go anywhere before ten o'clock. All of the tour buses are non-existent, but after ten o'clock, that's when they all hit. That's when they all hit. It's a crazy. It's. It, I swear by the ten o'clock rule, I do. It's
2: I guess a, it, it kind of makes sense. So yeah, people are in vacation mode. They don't want to get up and get. They just want to kind of enjoy their time. So they probably yeah. They probably wake up around eight get their breakfast, and then they're finally heading out. Well, you think what time, go. like cruise
3: boats hit the port. It's usually about then. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or even just like, when you go to a beach early, there's just no one is out early. So that's, we, we like to go early a lot mm-hmm. of times too. So no, that's a that's a good one. If you're willing to get up and get out. Cause oh, I avoid
0: people at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm traveling, I hate tourists. It sounds which like Which is her. crazy because I'm a tourist.
3: <laughs> so my tip is going to be Using your, I want to learn more about your. Say it again, Atlas.
0: Atlas Obscura. Okay, it's my, it's my travel bible. I promise, like you, you'll find some of the coolest stuff. Like, and I hate going off about it because I can talk about Atlas Obscura all day long. But like in the middle of Minnesota, for example, there is a gas station that was designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, Hmm. and it's just in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota. But it's like structurally the coolest gas station you'll ever find. And that's on Atlas. So it's just weird little cool stuff like that that,
2: you know. That you, you could want. be missing if you're in that area if you yeah. don't know about it. Yeah.
3: That's what, And I feel like there's still a lot of tourist stuff I'm okay seeing. I don't like the tourist people. But just there's – you didn't have a good time in Rome. I want to go see all those things in Rome.
0: Oh, I went and saw it all. Yeah. I
3: just – but there's but all those little other things along with it that you you drive we we drive right past probably you know going to the big thing the big thing that that if we know about so that's that's a good one I want to look into that and we'll we'll put a link into this on our in our notes and so people can get to find out some more information about that
2: yeah, I'm looking forward to looking at it and checking well, it out. Well, like a I bit. said,
0: Tyler is perfect for you cuz you can add pictures. I've added a bunch of pictures, oh, really? uh, some of my travel photos of places I've been to give people a better idea. And especially cuz you're so good at taking pictures that like you would actually be able to capture of what it's really like being there. Some of these people just take, you know how they do, yeah. they just take a picture and it doesn't, you know, you don't get to really see
2: what it's like.
3: Oh, very cool. Yeah. So I'm going to check that out. Did you
2: I don't know. I think I want to try your 4-day rule, though. I think that seems like a pretty good length. Because I've done a lot of, like I did Madrid in like two and a half days. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we probably could have had one more day. But yeah, I don't know if I would have needed much more than that. So I think like a four-day like max is kind of a good set of rules. Because
0: like I said, I I mostly go to multiple places in that. Because you never know if you're not going to like some place. And if you've planned like a week there, you're like, I'm stuck here for a week. And I don't like anything about it. So (laughs) it gives you more... Like I said, I don't have itineraries when I go somewhere. Actually, most of the time, I don't even have a hotel until I land. And I'm like, where are we going to be? Oh, sort of in this area. Let me find the cheapest deal. You know, like I, it's kind of flying by the seat of your pants. And that's why I like it so much.
3: One of the nice things I feel like being non rev is that no trip has to be uh once in a lifetime trip oh, because we can God. go back.
2: Preach. Preach on that one. Unless <laughs> you're talking to her mom. <laughs> yeah.
3: She's always like, hey, enjoy it. Or the, when we went to Hawaii as a family, she's like, make sure you enjoy it. And we said, we're coming back in like two weeks.
2: But you, she just kept going, what a once in a lifetime trip we're having. And we were like, no, we're coming back in two weeks.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I feel like w- w- when you go somewhere, you want to get the most out of it, which I get. But it's also like, if we don't make it, we don't make it. We'll come back. I mean, there's other places we still want to see, but we can still go back and do those things again or see a new uh, things.
0: I think I agree with you. Because like, I don't have like a, oh, I, I have to get everything i have to do everything i have to be here for two weeks i'm like uh four days is about what i'm gonna get then if i like a place i'll come back to it because
3: but if you're paying two thousand dollars round trip for airfare oh, then yeah. it's you're gonna want to get everything but for us it's like no it's free we'll just go back next weekend and yeah. finish what we didn't check out so you're headed to maui so you have your test today so when you put this out you're going to be already home from maui and working again this
0: probably yeah yeah, because I, I think I go back to work on this stuff. I right. think it's... I don't know.
2: I'd have to look at my schedule. So are you guys going to do the road to Hana?
0: I don't know. I don't know anything about Hawaii, honestly. It's just no. never been a thing, but...
2: Well, I said, if you don't necessarily love just hanging out on the beach, you got to do the road to Hana like and make the stops. Is You'll, it hiking? You, not N- necessarily. You don't have to.
3: no, okay. no. Uh, we because we don't hike.
2: No, I mean, yeah, look at us like we're not. <laughs>
3: the the, the Ronahata, you leave like the main airport area and you're going around the so it's kind of through the jungle,
2: and
0: that's in Maui. That's yeah, in it's Maui, in Maui. Yeah. Okay,
3: and there's just stops along the way, there's waterfalls. You kind of go into like so okay. we swim in the waterfalls, we have a good time doing that. There's to, something
2: like it, yeah, like literally, there's a parking lot and you just walk across the street and there's the waterfalls, and there's tons okay. of them. Yeah, yeah there's I'll a do lot that. of those. And I'll do that.
3: if a lot of times, we, the first couple of days you get fried. We do, and so that takes a break. So if you're not going to be in the sun, mm-hmm. so uh, then there's there's a there's a red sand beach we like to go to, which is a little hike, but it's not far at all. I mean, it's, it's it's kind of around a mountain, a little a little.
2: Okay. I mean, if we it's can do it, mostly inclines
0: yeah. that I'm out. Like I can walk on flat.
3: Oh yeah, this isn't
0: hills. A, I'm okay
2: with it, but if it's a, I almost like, kill
3: a, my aunt doing it. But.
2: but I would say, and at the end, there's like the seven sacred pools. Okay, I've heard of it. I think it's a it's an actual national park.
3: Yeah, you may have to pay to get into it, so because it but
2: it's it, worth paying it to get into it. You do kind of walk down to a little ways, but it's just got like you can see three or four of them. They're just big waterfalls and opens up. You can swim in them, and then it goes down to another. one. It's yeah, up, it ocean, cool. yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty. really
3: pretty. And so yeah, I, I Wait, would do.
2: How many times have you guys been to Hawaii?
3: <laughs> a lot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because when you go. You fill out a form when you go, mm-hmm. and you have to check the bar- box like how many times have you been there? Like the last one is like ten plus or something like that. And I remember when I finally got to check that, it was very exciting. Well, I think there's
3: like yeah, a couple like ten. They have like a twenty plus.
2: Oh, do they have a twenty plus?
3: Because we fly there, you know, nonstop. That's. And well, I was
0: gonna say is it because it's we convenient. Have the non- yeah,
3: yeah, because it's convenient for us. So that's, I've, I, I got into that like rut of going to the same place over and over. Which is like anti what you travel, but
0: oh yeah, I'm weird. I, I'm like
3: oh. no, it's great though. That's I wish I was more like that. Then, but because we can get there, we don't have to deal with currency or I mean, because it's still the state, mm-hmm. so it's so easy.
0: Well, I think a lot of people have that mentality with Hawaii because it is it's it is a foreign destination, but it's domestic, so you don't have to mess yeah. with passports. It's so
3: different, but it's also so we can just fly over there, and so sort of sounds boring to you. You'll have a good time. And okay. you'll, you'll get some well, little I bit.
0: Of- I'm excited because I'll be into 49 of the 50 states. Yeah. Eventually, I'll get to Indiana. I'm
2: not really in a rush. But- <laughs> well, I'm excited to see what you find on the Atlas Obscura in Hawaii, though. Yeah, I'm you, curious, you, too. Because
0: I think I did it because I've made, I, like I said, I went through one night and it was like for a week, I would go through every country in the world, every state, and make a list of the cool things that are listed. And some of them. There's like nothing listed some of the countries <laughs> like like Africa this is boring like, There's nothing there and I'm like well maybe I can add something you know like I get really excited cuz Maybe I can find something cool and just add it. You guys really do need to look at it. It's it's the coolest thing ever.
3: Yeah, we'll check it out definitely. That's what.
0: Oh, they yeah. also have gastro obscura, which is like if you're a foodie or whatever. It's part of Atlas Obscura, and, but it's all about food, different types of food
2: in the world. And, oh, that's kind of cool then too. Yeah, yeah, just to kind of try out different places, mm-hmm. food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very cool.
3: Yeah. Well, thank you for being on. Yeah, and, this uh, is really fun. Where you, you look forward event. to hearing your stories and uh, seeing your stuff, so people can find you on Instagram. Do you are you okay? with you promote your stuff, or do you prefer? I don't. Care. Some people are like, well, <laughs>
0: I don't really post on there much. Like, I do.
3: You got stuff. Subs- I, I, I know. We're just going through it before. I was like, oh, she's been a lot of places. But we asked her mom when well, she said, "Would you say where you find you?" And she's like, "No, don't tell anyone." <laughs> but <laughs> don't it's tell it's a uh, secret. No, it's not Meg Wanders on Instagram. Okay, so we'll put a, a link onto that so people can go find you and kind of see stuff you put up. So
1: <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah,
2: thank
3: Have a great you. Great week. See. you.
1: Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. Thanks for joining Tyler and Monique. You can find them on Instagram and Twitter by searching Non-Rev Lounge. Also, you can contact them at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. They would love to hear from you. They're always looking for ideas to make their show better. If you are enjoying the show, please think about leaving a review or rating so other people can find this show. Thanks for joining us. See you next week and safe travels.